Welcome back, everybody. We are back, back, back to We Are TPM. Thank you again for tuning in to myself, Kyle Teixeira. Sitting next to me, as always, is this guy, John Teixeira. This week, we are going to talk about the summer of 23. Just the summer of 23. We'll get into it. If you if you uh, like anything we talk about, want some more information on the summer of 23 that just occurred, give us a call, 817-818-9039. Shoot us an email at showmethemoney show me at wertpm.com. Don't forget, we are TPM. We are TPM. John, what are we talking about? Summer well, of 23? I didn't know if we were going to break into Brian Adams' song or if you were going to rap right there with your back, back, back. We're going we gonna to start rap with the back, back, back? I don't know, because mm-hmm. I don't want to age myself by asking you okay. who Brian Adams is, right. even though I know he probably sings the summer of 69. There you go. You got it. You nailed it. So why are we talking <laughs> about this? We're talking about it because I feel like we do a pretty good job managing the homes that we manage of protecting ourselves from extremes, right? Um, but... Yet this extreme of summer of 23 still got us and probably got everybody else. Was an extreme, yes. And I, I, I wanted to call this the perfect storm because, honestly, it's the worst perfect storm, right? You know, it's a... Uh, well, it didn't even feel that bad. It wasn't like, like an ice storm, right, or 40 days of rain or anything that you could really think back on. It was just... It was a subtle, subtle combination of really bad things that people don't realize until they start seeing the results, right? Mm-hmm. And we... Or expecting it. Um, and what we're talking about really is a, essentially a heat wave, 100 days, over 100 degrees with no rain. That's what we had. That's what we experienced here in North Texas. Um, and what that does to your properties, what it has done to the properties and the extreme effect that it quickly has had. Um, because, you know, to summarize this, we had, you know, we, we could go each point at a time, but we had that heat wave. And then we had flash flooding right right after it. It was the first thing first thing we rain we got. We didn't get subtle rain. We didn't get sprinkle rain. It didn't it didn't ease in. It flash flooded, mm-hmm. and then like for like two days. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, we had a freeze for we two did. days. We did. I forgot about and that. And then we, we had freeze. flash flooding again. So and then we're back to warm weather. Just sounds like a bunch of extremes, right? But that is a subtle combination of weather that is absolutely horrible for foundations of your property, especially if you happen to be in some kind of an area or state or something like North Texas where you have clay hmm. in the ground everywhere. So let's get into why. Why is it so bad? I well, mean, you're a physicist, right? And I'm not, but I do understand <laughs> how the gumbo clay that we, we live on works, right? And so everybody in North Texas lives on a certain amount of gumbo clay. Some of us are lucky enough to live on, you know, maybe an inch of it, and some of us live on, on 12 feet of it, right? And so the more of it that's underneath your house, the the more movement you get. But basically, it expands and contracts with the amount of moisture that is in the in the ground. And when we haven't had any rain for a long time, and you don't have a sprinkler system or a soaker hose system around your home, then the ground becomes very dry and it continues to to shrink, shrink, shrink. And just when you think it can't shrink anymore, you have the summer of 23 and it continues to shrink, shrink, shrink even more. But who really cares? Our house is sitting on a slab on top of the ground. Yeah, but care? that ground is shrinking underneath the slab. Yeah, but... And it's not just the slab and the foundation, right? 
What else is running through the ground? Nothing. Oh, yeah, the drains. Drain the pipes. water lines, the, all that stuff. Goodness you gracious. Know, your elect- even People don't think of this, but this has even happened. Your electrical lines mm. that come out of the ground mm-hmm. can literally be ripped out of your meter from the contracting of, you know. It's <laughs> we one did of the have more, that happen we have this had, year. Yeah, we've had it happen this year. We had had it in previous years, but this year it happened again where literally the ground contracted so much due to the heat wave that the wires that were up in the, in the meter were yanked down by the ground and the power to the house got turned off because of that. Yeah, that's kind of kind of extreme and kind of weird. But, you know, we do – like I said, I started this with saying we do – all the things that we need to do, we that we think we need to do, try to protect our homes from this. And it's still, it is so extreme that we have some things that we can learn from it, right? Like, Watering your foundation is probably the most important maintenance item you can do because, like, it's never when it's happening that things show their ugly head, right? Because you think of it like a sponge, like... If the ground contracts, 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 it, it'll pull on things, right? But it's usually the continuation of that. So, like, if, if it doesn't break your drains or your water lines, it's moving them at the minimum, right? So now it's pulled them down either to the left or the right, wherever it pulled them, it, it moved them. Now, you know, when you get moisture back into that ground, it's going gonna, it's gonna to put them, move them again. Yeah, I mean, ideally, you'd think it would just move it back into place, but that's not the way things work, right? It's kind of like shifting things back and forth, and it makes it even worse. So, well, and people think that you know, you it's 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 counterintuitive, actually, how how the water into the ground works. And I've had this conversation with clients too. It's uh, like you would think that the more a hundred days no rain, the more dry the ground is, the more susceptible it is to soaking in that water. It's actually not true. It is less permissible. It runs whatever off. the word is. It runs over it because it's so dry. Quicker, yeah. It doesn't soak in. It, it takes, takes more yep. time to soak the water in the less moisture it has. Um, which is why when right after a hundred day heat wave, what you aren't <laughs> looking for for steady moisturization of your foundation and ground is flash flooding. <laughs> like Three, well, four inches in one day. That just all runs off. So, yeah. so and to your point, consistent moisture around your home at all times, every day, all the time, is the best way to protect yourself from all of this, right? Mm-hmm. So, so Kyle, if I don't have a sprinkler system, am I expecting my tenant then to go out there every day when it's uh, 100 days of no rain to go out there and water the foundation? Do they care like I do? Well, you're... You're probably, if you're a landlord, you're probably expecting that. Yeah. Um, I'd say unrealistically expecting it, even though it is in the, like it's in our leases, it's in most people's leases. Um, But, you know, there's ways like soaker hoses. It's 106. Yeah. Soaker hoses to protect somebody else's home, right? That you're not, you know, only lease obligated to protect. Um, You gave it to me with crappy grass anyways. What do you want me, what do you want me to do? Water the crappy grass? Yeah, well, you know, this is where we we suggest things like soaker hoses on timers, right? They yep. go around and every day or two days, depending on the situation, it just it's it's hoses that. So let's talk about water so, through all of them. Yeah, so let's talk about soaker hoses real quick because the purpose of them though is going to be to to help with the foundation, right? Mm-hmm. To to keep the water the moisture around the home consistent. However, what it's not going to do is it's not going to necessarily keep those drain 
pipe breaks from happening that happen underneath the slab or underneath the driveway or, you know, 12 feet from the home, right? It will significantly give give you a better chance, though. It will. I mean, it will help, but it may not, it may not completely alleviate it, which is, is kind of what we're, why we're, why we're talking about the summer of 23 and the extremes that we've, we've gone through. Yeah. Um, Because, I mean, you can, and there's other solutions, you know, there's like, like at my personal house, I don't have... At my new house, I don't have a sprinkler system. Um, what I did was I just, you know, we I have little hand timers and the little thing that sprays back and forth that it sprays my yard um, and just do that every day. You know, when I get home, I freaking spin the timer in the front, spin the timer in the back, and it, it was water in the ground, water in the foundation. You know, it was significant enough. Because you don't even have any grass to water. No, anything, I have right? it's insane amount of trees on my property. So um, <laughs> You live in a pine forest. <laughs> um, but, you know, when you have 100-foot tall pine trees towering over your house, you probably want them not to spend 100 days with water because they get weak. And they may have been standing up there for 100 years, but, you know, the summer of 23 seems to be a little bit different. There's a lot of things to think about with that, isn't there? Like, like yeah, trees. Yeah, like my wife thinks of them falling on our house and crushing us. So. Well, tree roots, it's a good point, though, because tree roots naturally are looking for moisture. When there's a lack of moisture in the ground, they can do probably do more damage by, by searching well, for that moisture. And they retain water at an insane rate, you know, like they, they're, they're even with the smallest amount of water, like especially those pine trees are going to be okay. Mm-hmm. But no water for 100 days in 108 degree weather, you know, dries even trees out. Um, we've had, and that's why we're talking about this, because the, the, the effect isn't small. You know, these things coming all at once, it really does have an impact. Like we are a management company and we have had more broken, fallen trees it during the heat wave and right and after it can be even worse as these things try to get their strength back and then a windstorm comes through and they haven't got it all in one part or whatever however you know, I'm not I'm not trying to be a well, tree expert but yeah, we've seen it they they've been snapping they've been even more importantly is has been the bigger issue this this at the end of this summer is the amount of, of broken drain pipes we've mm-hmm. had to deal with, which is extremely not only expensive but critical that you get right on top of. And not everybody, not all homeowners have the ability to out of the blue all of a sudden spend three, four, five, six, seven thousand dollars to have somebody dig and tunnel under their house and replace drain pipes. Well, and that's where this summer was so bad because what we're talking about and what what really happens is it contracts and breaks those pipes, but it doesn't show its ugly head until it starts moving back usually, you know, because say the drain pipe cracks, but it because it's being yanked, now the water and stuff is getting into your foundation and, wa- and getting it wet in one spot, which is just worse for your foundation. Um and then, up and then we get rain and, it, you know, the ground starts getting moisture. And now the pipe that isn't it's still connected to the house moves back with the house. And the, the one that cracked didn't. And now you got a displacement of the pipe and it won't even drain, you know, the let's call it dirty water <laughs> um, through the pipe. So that's what you see. So that's why, like, the the couple weeks after this heat wave ended and when we started getting rain and stuff is really when it started Peering its ugly head. Um, yeah, this this past, I'd say this past sixty days, we've probably spent more money on drain work 
than we have the entire time we've been managing homes. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's an urgent issue. You know, you can't, and your house can't drain. And when it is draining, it's draining into your foundation. You have to take care of it now. Yeah, you Otherwise, can. you'll have worse problems. Well, let's talk about that. What if you don't take care of it? Because I know that there's people that are like, oh, I can't do that. And it's draining and just plunge it and just snake it and keep going. Because people do that, right? They know that they've got a break or they possibly have a break. Instead of paying somebody to put a camera down and find out where the break is or dealing with it, they continuously maybe go out every two or three months and snake two so or three months and snake it out. Yeah. What, what are we, what are we accomplishing? If, if, if the break is underneath the slab and water is pouring under the slab, you will literally have an expansion of that slab and what we call upheaving. And that is probably the most expensive every, foundation repair that you can do. Every answer we can say is dollar dollar bills. You know, you're going to spend more money on water and you're going to Fix spend, the drain line as soon as you know about it. As soon as you know. I mean, there is no other... It causes so many more problems. Because, yeah, $3,000 drain repair turns into a, you know, ten dollars to $15,000 yep. foundation repair or a driveway with more repair. more repair afterwards. With the same drain repair still being needed. And then at the end of it, now you've just spent a ton of money on something you okay. nursed over the years. Example, so. I just had this happen in one of my, my one of my rent houses that is fairly new, has a sprinkler system, has everything that you need, right? Um, unfortunately, I have a, a neighbor next to me that has a pool that they let it overflow down the side yard. And I think that's the reason why we had some problems. But that's just that's just me surmising. And I don't really know that for a fact. But this is a testament to what you're talking about is – we noticed cracks in a home that shouldn't have had any cracks and shouldn't have had any movement hmm. really quickly. It was reported to us immediately. We got right on it. We immediately found a drain line break, a pretty good sized drain line break from the summer of 23. And actually a couple of them fixed them immediately. I had my foundation people go out there and they said no need for any foundation work. But – they could tell, and they said the same thing. You got right on this. Had you not done that, you know, it was definitely on its way to to, to breaking the foundation. You can see where the foundation was starting to break, and um, that's a testament to. I probably saved a ton of money by spending about five thousand dollars now instead of fifteen later. It's a it, and it's probably it's a, it can snowball on you because. Look, you don't fix the drains, right? And this is where we caught it kind of in the middle part. But you don't fix the drains. Then you get cracks in, in the house and everything. That's how you start seeing it. And the foundation's shifting. Now, we missed one. You got to do foundation work. You got to probably do plumbing repairs after that foundation yeah, work. Yeah, because you're probably going to break mow drains break now. Yep. And then you have to do the actual drain repair that you never addressed. And then you have to wait some time and come back in and do tape bed and texturing and painting and fixing mm, up all the mm-hmm. cracks. Yep. And then hope that those don't settle over time, you know, and then maybe foundation adjustments later. So it's just a snowball that, like, you don't want to mess with um, and is is all a testament to the importance of keeping your foundation. This is very important in Texas. You know, these same things will not apply into like the Northwest. You have different issues. Um, Mm -hmm. But we're talking about the summer of 23 in in and around North Texas. Or or anybody that's sitting on clay, right? It has a similar type of... um, I mean, there's a lot of places in the South where where there's the the same clay that we're on. But... um, 
Kyle, I mean, clay can cause so many problems in this in this in this scenario because like we've pulled drains out where the, one of the brakes showed its ugly head and started causing problems, and then had to replace the drain line and realize that oh the next twenty feet of this drain has been broken probably for a long time. It's just burrowed through clay that kind of seals that drain back up. So it, you know, and then the part that was in dirt is what started messing things up. So it's, yeah, it's, we've seen a lot in, in regard to drains. Hey, with this, I, I hope, I, I want the right message to be sent here. This is uh, to, to make people aware of how to properly maintain their homes. Whether you're a homeowner, landlord, doesn't matter. This is, these things need to be done every summer and every winter. We have dry winters, and dry winters are just as devastating as dry summers. Now, the ground doesn't dry up as fast because it's not hot, but it does dry up, and it does still constrict, and people think because their grass went dormant that they don't need to water it. That is not true. Water your appeared-to-be-dead grass all winter long well, at and, least two or three times a week. And our office is a testament to this, not just the grass. I mean, not if you think you don't have, like, grass around your property, like we, like we have river rock all around our office, right? There's driveways, it's concrete all of that is there's no grass there but that's still a foundation that needs to be watered or you're going to have shifting because all that stuff's still sitting on top of dirt like we put soaker hoses in or i'd say additional soaker hoses in during this summer because our doors and stuff started shifting and you know the building started shifting and that's one way you you know, you could go adjust everything and just fight, <laughs> you know, fight everything every but season. But then it has to shift back. Yeah, then it's got to <laughs> shift back. So, you know, we start watering. We upped our watering of or the of the foundation and the doors just shifted right back. Yeah, so. yeah. No, you did a good job of, of doing that. And But I don't want people to be scared off by like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to buy a house in North Texas or I don't want to rent. Look, this is something everybody in the South deals with. And all you have to do is be aware of it and know how to deal with it to protect yourself from it. And when it does happen, it's good that you listen to two doofuses like us that told you about <laughs> it so that you kind of know what to do, right? You know, um, it's it's fixable. Everything's fixable. Yeah, I know not everybody has, you know, the money to fix everything as, you know, as timely as well, it needs to be, but it's still... It's just to bring it to knowledge because people yep. are like, why is this just happening all at once? Like, that's why it's happening all Summer at once. Summer 23, and, baby. And and in sprinkler systems, a whole bunch of people have sprinkler systems and don't use them. Yeah. And that can be an even bigger problem because now these the same shifting easily breaks that sprinkler system. I'd argue those are the first things that break when you get sh ground movement yeah. is those PVC pipes that are just under the ground and the valves, and then you get leaks in your sprinkler system. So not using the sprinkler system will ruin the sprinkler system <laughs> yep. in these types of situations. Yep. So, um, cause we've seen that too. And then now you have the same problem. If your sprinkler system's leaking and pouring water into one spot, that causes the same kind of issues. Yeah. So, yeah. Generally you're somewhere under your driveway and all that stuff. So. Summer, we, we're calling this the summer of 23 because it was so extreme. I, the last summer I remember like this was 2006. I think we had a really dry summer in 2006. That had, we had like record number of days, over 100. Um, but we did have some rain. That rain. was the thing. We had rain during that summer. And it's like, and 
the ability of like, I don't want to get too deep into this, but like the ability of like trees and plants and your ground to retain water for a long period of time is actually pretty impressive, like especially with the trees. And that was one of the issues that was very unique to the summer of 23 was because tree removals and chop downs and grind, grinding this dump and all that stuff, not only is very expensive, <laughs> but is also has the same effect negative effect on your foundation and once that tree comes down there's not really much you can do because when these big trees break and die and you have to chop them up and it's there's no rain and all this stuff like has happened now all their roots underground die and that contracts the soil so we've seen a lot of that it's just a it's we call it the perfect storm because it's a horrible combination we've had um without just a little bit of rain yeah, and then we got teased with a flash flooding at the end of it, which didn't yep. help anything. So, yep. <laughs> just found, reminded us of all where all the places, uh, roofs and stuff cracked during uh, foundation shiftings. It's so far this fall. It's been an expensive fall for for expenses mm-hmm. um, for a lot of our homeowners, and so that's what brought this this subject to light. That's why we wanted to. We're thinking back on on our summer and and why we're having such you know uh, a higher amount of expenses than we we normally see and and what what's what's bringing to light and that's why we brought this to you guys like hey this this happens um, it doesn't happen often but it happens every summer to some degree and to some degree you need to be aware of it and always be paying attention to creating consistent moisture. In, under, and around your property. Always. And equally spread moisture, too. <laughs> you know, because you don't just want to go stand out with a hose and focus it on one <laughs> spot of your thing every day. And then have, you ever, have you ever been one of those fields that has one of those, like, Grand Canyon-sized cracks in there, and you stick a hose in it, and it just runs for hours and yeah. never water never comes up and never <laughs> fills up that hole. You're like, I'm filling up the center of the earth right now with yep. water. <laughs> yeah. Because now all you're, you're really doing is creating a water spot down there wherever it's ending <laughs> up and that's a problem too. So. I've literally done that just out of just sheer entertainment. Put put one in one of those holes for like a whole day to see if it ever fills up and it never does. So if you ever have a sinkhole at your house, blame John Teixeira. There's a water a table underneath. Yeah. Sometimes the cracks get so big you're going straight to the water table. <laughs> see, and this is why, you know, golf courses keep watering their golf course all through the summer. They stay yeah. green. Yeah, they stay green. So. Especially the country clubs. Ooh, they stay <laughs> real green, don't they? The greenest ones are the ones owned by the city. I wonder why. Huh. They don't have water restrictions. So We have a new lake. We have a new lake coming. All We're, right. Is it is it going to dry up in the summer of 23? I don't know, but might help the water water it, water problem. I don't know. Well, don't if, you, know. if you all want to talk to us about any of the concepts of this uh, summer of 23 problem and flash flooding and freaking Texas clay that everybody loves so much, give us a call, 818 818- that's not the number, actually. It's 817-818-9039. Or you can shoot us an email, you know, good old-fashioned email at showmethemoney show me at wertpm.com. Or come say hi to us on top of the good old Texas Clay in downtown Mansfield, Texas, and see our smiling faces. But other than that, me and John are out. 